You are listening to episode number 473 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 29 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 44 anti-ups, 84 Vegas cocktails, and lots more with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So I started season two of Vegas uh, already. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. The one disappointing thing that I'll say is it was either new technology, and I, and I don't think it was. I think it was a cost-cutting measure, is some of the driving sequences are clearly done on a soundstage with the, with the imagery going behind them or beside them. Whereas in okay. season one, all, everything is clear. He's actually driving in, that, in, in those areas. Um, you still get some of that. But some of it, like they're like, no, 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 we're we're doing pickups. He's he's just doing. Put him in the in the fake car. Put him in the fake car. So I get it. I um I did have a chance to watch the uh the pilot episode. My guess the pilot episode must have been a two hour series yeah. premiere when it first came out because it wound up being about an hour and twenty minutes. I right, think right. um uh, on on YouTube. But I'll tell you what glorious, truly gorgeous. Uh, Vegas eye candy throughout the entire thing. You're <laughs> absolutely right. They truly did, at least, like I said, I've only seen just the, the pilot thus far, but, um, you know, they, it was very clear they were they were taping inside casinos. They were mm-hmm. taping on the strip and around the strip. And, um, you know, it, it was funny, though. There was one particular scene where uh, the, the the Robert Urich character is driving somewhere. And in much like with... Um, the movie Casino, you know, you can see the flamingo in the background, and then he turns the corner, and now he's driving past the California, <laughs> right. or, you know, some, some such. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, if you're um, looking for continuity issues, you're going to find them in this. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, no doubt. But it is, and you're absolutely right, Mark, it is, it is that kind of, I'll tell you, here, I, I wasn't, I was, like, like I said, I've never doubted you. Once you uh, you've sold me on so many things, um, <laughs> uh, no less of being uh, the um, the dark place um, flight, club. flight club, as well as the day the MGM burned mm-hmm. book. Um, so I so I came into the show and it was I appreciate you having come into it. Where you sold me on it was when you sent me a text message saying that uh, the executive producer was Aaron Spelling, right. and I just remember you know he did. Uh, Aaron Spelling was also responsible, I believe, for like a um, love boat. You know, just kind yeah. of those quasi sappy one-hour, yeah, yeah, dramedy 
you know, half drama, half comedy. And it was, and you're absolutely right. It's you're good. You're gonna have the, the the fun lead character. You know, he's got his sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got the 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 ditzy little blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, although his the girl that played his sister, this was awkward. He's very very handsy, handsy with, his, with, his, with his sister. sister. Very first, handsy. I'm really? Like, yes. At first, I thought it was his girlfriend. Yes, it, that's how handsy oh. he is. Like you think for sure he's having some intimate relationship Ew. with this woman. Yeah. And then at some point yeah. he's like, "Oh, come on, sis," and you're like, "What yeah. the fuck just he's happened like, there?" Well, Tell mom I said hi. <laughs> yeah, but listeners, you would—it it is not worth your—it it is not a waste of your time uh, if you were to sit down. I think if you, I think you would find that it's well worth. You know, and the best part is, I see that all the subsequent there, all the subsequent ep- episodes thereafter, right around the forty. 40- three 44 minute marker somewhere around there yeah. so it's yep. you know it's it's definitely going to be worth your time to watch it i i um i dug i dug the the series premiere and again it sets up you know what to expect of this guy he yep. really likes to play by his own rules he's <laughs> kind of, at least again in the in the in the uh series premiere he's writing out checks to all these local places for smashing in doors and right you know breaking in there's he makes the joke he calls up the police department he goes hey I, what's it gonna cost if i uh, for a for a popped water water bed right and they're like that's a 200 and he goes okay and he knocks over the statue that has an arrow of the, the right. guy holding it pops the, so it's it's you're right it's it's hokey it's, it but is. It's, it's good, clean fun. It, it really is. Fun. I totally agree. That's a, that's a great way to describe it. I'll tell you what. Well, listen. Yeah. What? Something yeah. else. If you're if you're looking for some random Vegas goodness, check out vintagelasvegas.com. It's it's just a bunch of it's it's a Tumblr site that uh, uh, just has a bunch of it's it's from the same people who uh, are at Sumacorp. Um, and oh, okay. and they uh, we've gotten a lot of pictures from them. Yeah. Yeah, well, and a lot of them they've posted to the to this uh, this Tumblr blog that they've got, but just wandering through it, I've seen pictures. Uh, like I, I've gotten so lost in this thing for the last few days, like tr- using using it to help me establish like the evolution of a property, like what what you know what like Circus Circus is is the first one that jumps to mind. Where how did it go from what it looked like day one to what it looks like today, and, and actually seeing the seeing it documented like. You know, like originally it used to have uh, the merry-go-round on the left side. Well, then they switched it over to the right side because then they put slots of fun uh, in there. And then they end up uh, changing that out and putting Lucky the Clown in after that. And then after that, they get rid of one of the fountains and have a... Like, like just going through all of these little details about these specific renovations to get there. I'm just... I'm lost in it right now. I mean, it's my own project, um, but it's it's helpful. It, you know what I would liken it to? It's like somebody dumping a big uh, 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 photo album on your lap like going hey check out some Vegas stuff here <laughs> you know and they all, each of them have like dates on them some some of them have some information that helps you to go oh shit that means that at, at this point they were building this and you can look for it in the picture I'm like oh fuck they were building it <laughs> is that interesting that um, there was somebody out there that was doing that sort of um photo chronicling of the properties i mean it's just it's oh, oh so believe many me, places it, don't have something like that it's, it's not it's not as photo chronicled as you think it is it, so so really? here so now now let me take my uh, my photo album analogy and have them go hey here's all the pictures 
empty them out into a big pile and toss them <laughs> up and go, okay, now look through those in Vegas and then try and figure out the stuff that you want to figure out. Oh, so it's, okay, so I wouldn't click on, for example, like the history of, of Flamingo in no. photos and then just go through chronological. Oh, it would just I be Flamingo and it. everything that they've ever tagged to Flamingo. So just keep on I flipping. Get <laughs> I get it. Okay. Still, though, that's that's super cool. That's that's especially for dorks like us who really are into seeing what it looked like way back when before we yeah. knew what we you know how we know it to be today yeah. uh, to kind of get to see and, and proverbially walk through it at least mentally um all right uh with your permission gang why don't we roll because uh, just man behind the curtain for the listeners we've got a relatively short script so we're going to fill it in with some other fun random t- as, as karen what'd you call our episode random shit podcast of random shit yes vegas i have almost all vegas related random shit but you know still random shit true (laughs) uh i'm going to roll us into some what i would consider to be lesser than uh casino player uh category winners uh these are not nearly as fun and i would usually have just blown through them but since we've got such a, a relatively short week uh let's first start with uh best breakfast in las vegas now last Ooh. year the winner for downtown uh actually the the downtown and locals hash house to go whether it was at the plaza for downtown yeah, or never. rio for locals was the best breakfast yeah, winner no um That's and so egg slut at the cosmopolitan had been the winner last year See, I think Excellent's really, really good, but I would almost say the Henry's probably the best. I was going to say, I've, I still have never eaten at Excellent because I refuse to wait in that stupid fucking line. <laughs> um, well, but the Henry, and, and I agree. I, Henry's really good. Oh, that short rib um, Benedict. Oh, now I want one. And Karen, that's a hell of a, um, um, a testimonial because I have sta- sta- stood, <laughs> standed. I've standed in line. Me fail English. <laughs> that's impossible. Uh, I have stood in that line. Mark graciously joined me and just kind of hung with me. I thought the breakfast was was good. I thought it was fine. I thought it was you know, oh, somewhere between okay and good, right? Is, I wouldn't is, I wouldn't wait in line. But if somebody brought it to me, I'd snarf it down. But that's right. what I mean. Is it oh, so good? So are you going to wait in line for forty five minutes to an hour for good? No. See, I, I would. Uh, I, I'm I'm with Tony. I did it once. That's why, I like, even the the when he was doing it, I'm like, no, I don't need it. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about um. This is kind of a, again, lame, lame category. This was called the considered the best coffee shop last year. They thought the best coffee shop downtown was someplace called Coffee Bar at the Plaza. Uh, Baby Cakes Artisan Bakery at M Resort and Va Benny Cafe at the Cosmopolitan uh, were last year's coffee shop winners. Va Benny Cafe at Cosmo? Va Benny. Yep. Where the hell is that? It's towards the back. Towards the back by the... um, by the Vesper. I did not even know there was a coffee shop back yeah, there. Yeah, it's tucked in the in the back. Huh. Oh, hey, by the way, I never said what... Uh, ditto, same winners last year for best breakfast or the same best winners this year. Oh, exact okay. same three. There was literally really? no change huh. from 2022 to 2023 for best breakfast. Huh. But Karen, I think your... Like I said, I think your Henry uh, uh, testimonial was... was was great. Frankly, I guess now between the two, I would much rather take the effort and go experience the Henry because yeah. not only would it be something new to me, but it came highly recommended by you. And I think that's, and that you can get reservations. So you don't have to wait in line. Ah, yeah, love it even more. We're actually going right, this year, like next week. Yet? 
next weekend. Yeah, not this weekend. Next weekend, I've got a friend from Chicago who's coming into town, and we've got brunch reservations there um, on Sunday next week. So, looking forward to that. I'll get to. Ha- oh, I get to have the Benedict. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, this year's winners were the same: Coffee Bar at Plaza, Baby Cakes Artisan uh, at M Resort. Except there was a new strip coffee house winner, some place called Earth U R T H. That's Earth a win. Cafe at Win. Yeah. Yes, it is. Very good, sir. That is a, that is correct. I didn't have something to do with it, it. It's either it's either a place in California already, a real popular place in California, or it has something to do with Harry Potter. No, no, Harry, Harry Potter is the bad owl. Bad owl, bad owl. Yeah. Okay. That's the Harry Potter themed one. Which I've been there before. I mean, that was kind of a fun little spot to be. Yeah. Um, it's funny we're talking about coffee shops. So my my chiropractor. Um, I was talking to her and told her we moved into the arts district and she's like, oh, do you like coffee? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I drink it occasionally. She's like, my favorite coffee shop ever is down there. And I was like, oh, is it Makers and Finders? She said, no, it's called Mothership. And I'm like, hmm. I've never heard of that. So apparently I have to go look for Mothership now down in the arts district and <laughs> see what they have. Anyway, sorry, another tangent. No, no, not us. It's good. This is, this is what we're doing. Uh, how about we pivot over to lunch and we try a deli? Now, last year's uh, best deli winners was um, Saginaw's Delicatessen at Circa, mm-hmm. downtown. Vig Deli at M Resort for locals. Mm-hmm. And on the strip, Maxi's at the Link Promenade were the oh, best deli I want to try Maxi's. I haven't done it yet. I didn't their, realize it was yeah, primarily their menu a deli. Looks like they've got crazy shit on the menu, like sprinkled pancakes and yeah, it looks all kinds awesome. of other crazy yeah, I mean, things. It also looks like you'll go into a sugar coma. Yeah, that, that would be more my fear. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Bring your um, bring your insulin shot with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so this year, not a whole, whole lot of change either. Again, Saginaw Deli, uh, Vig Deli were the winners for downtown and local respectively. New winner uh, at New York, New York, a place called uh, Capriati's Deli. Uh, Deli. Capriati's Deli, I am... Oh wait, 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 location. like the Capriati sandwich shop? Yes. That's a chain. I mean, I, I, I like it. They've got some really good subs. Um, you know, their their uh, Capistrami is fantastic. I get that every time I go. They've also got like a, a Thanksgiving themed turkey sandwich that has stuffing and cranberries and everything on it. And it, it's so it's good. But I'm just I'm surprised that I don't know that I would call it a deli. And sure. kind of surprised that a chain would win. Well, why should I say I'm surprised a chain would win? Right. Who knows with right. this stuff? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, all right. All right. Now we're getting into the two. The two more. Mo- the most fun. I, I, I say the best two. I think for last, we're going to talk about best burger joint and best pizza. Okay. Uh, this, this best is burger joint. Last year's winner for best burger uh, downtown was Victory Burger at Circa. Uh, locals was Sundance Grill at Silverton and Black Tap Craft Burgers and Brew at the Venetian uh, on the strip where it was last year's winners. This year, <laughs> this year, we've got some two out of the three are changes. And I'll be real interested in, in getting your, your thoughts, gang. So uh, once again, congratulations. Don't tell me in and out is one of the winners. I'll, I'll just walk off the show. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> well, hang on. Don't, all right. Hold on. No, go, don't get ahead of me. Um, congratulations again goes to Victory Burger at Circa. They won again, having being considered the best burger joint downtown. Yeah, yeah I, I don't agree. Yeah, I don't agree I with don't that agree at with all. That. No. I, it, Where would you guys recommend you get a burger downtown? I would say, oh, I mean, you the, guys like the first one that pops into my head is yeah, Eureka. Eureka. Yeah. Yes. Eureka. Yep. 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 All right. I, I concur. I concur. Um, especially because I've eaten at Victory Burger and I thought it was, I thought it's, it was good. Yeah. It's, uh, it was fine. Yeah. I, I think you'll, I think you would enjoy your burger more at, um, at Eureka. And it'll agree. cost you I half agree. as much. Yeah. Victory Burger is expensive. The, the best burger joint. And this, this doesn't totally surprise me because it made so much news when it first opened. The best, uh, burger joint for Las Vegas locals was the steak and shake at South Point Casino. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. Well, I can't believe like you know, Fuku Burger wasn't on there or something. Like really steak and I shake. Think, I, I think um I think we, you and me in particular, Karen, being from Michigan and, and, and Mark, I would I would imagine Ohio probably had it as well. You know, steak and shake was just something we have always had. I, I've never not had steak and shake as an op- as an option in my world. So I remember when it made big news, you know, for Vegas that finally a steak and shake had opened up. Um See, I mean, I think the burgers are good, but I I don't remember having it growing up. I don't think I, I had remember it, it in Columbus. Till, till, yeah, till we moved to Columbus, yeah. and I have mm. not eaten there because uh, since since Columbus because the one time I did, I got violently oh. ill afterwards. Oh wow! So I oh, can't. Oh, it, just the thought of that place makes me go. Ugh. So sure, yeah, I I wholeheartedly disagree with that award. And then the there is a new Las Vegas Strip Best Burger Joint winner, and that winner is Gordon Ramsay's Burger at Planet Hollywood. Yeah, I I go for that. I yeah, mean, they, they had really good I, burgers. Yeah, I mean, I I remember not being overwhelmingly uh, pro the burger well, they had there, but I think unfortunately for us, like our favorite burger spots keep closing down. Right. So. It could be that we have these memories of these fantastic, you know, the, these burgers in our memory that might, our memory might be better than what it actually was. <laughs> sure. But, sure. you know, we, we kind of keep judging everything See, I, And I'll argue that because the burger places we tend to go back to. Yeah. So it's like we have multiple experiences with them. And if if uh, if it were just a fluke, it, it would have eventually surfaced on the second or third visit. I, mean, I would go back to Gordon Ramsay Burger. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, I, I would go. It's and fine. I think they've got like duck fat fries or something, which are awesome. I mean, I, I think Holstein's. I think of um, eh. Broadway Burger down in New York, New York. Eh. <laughs> you loved Broadway <laughs> Burger. I Broadway was just kind of like, so okay, it's a burger place, but. I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at Gordon Ramsay burger. The steak and shake one I'm mad at. <laughs> <laughs> well then, then, then let's roll into best pizza and you can tell me, cause this, this is going to be intriguing guys because there's, um, well, let me get into it and I'll, I'll say why I think it's intriguing in just a second. So last year's winner, just as a reminder for folks, last year's best pizza winner for downtown was a uh, pizza rocket downtown grand. Okay. Then for locals last year's winner was side piece pizza at red rock casino. Okay. Mm-hmm. And on the strip, it was considered a New York pizzeria at New York, New York. Now, <laughs> no. two out of the three are still the same. Uh, downtown uh, Pizza Rock at Downtown Grand won again yeah. in 2023, as did uh, New York Pizzeria at New York, New York. 
your side piece pizza that that's at your quote unquote home casino Red Rock is was swapped out with a new winner. The new winner for 2023 for best pizza locals was Pizza Rock at Grand uh, at Green Valley Ranch. No. No, 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 no. It's not as good. No, I used to. So my old office was literally across the highway from Green Valley. And so I'd eaten there a couple times. It's not as good as the one downtown. So, no. Same goes for Nacho Daddy. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to have one nearby. But 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 it's not as good as the one downtown. Or on the strip, for that matter. So, yeah, no. Oh, that's insane. I would completely disagree with with Pizza Rock at Green Valley Ranch. I mean, Pizza Rock in general, I love. But there's a sure. huge difference between getting it downtown, and maybe maybe it's the same to them as like on well, at least, you know, this version of Pizza Rock is better than no Pizza Rock. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's fair, that's yeah. fair, but um, but interesting. That's again, I, I, I'm using the same terminology, but I think it's a, a it's an appropriate word, uh, which is to say, great testimonial for what you think about side piece at <laughs> at, um, at, at Red Rock. Yeah. Especially because if you're such a big fan of, for folks who are such big fans of Pizza Rock downtown, if somebody were to think, well, maybe I'll try something new. Maybe I'll go out to Green Valley. I've never been there before. It'll be a great chance to check it out. And they've got a Pizza Rock there to boot. Um, Save your your experience. Head to Red Rock. Experience the Red Rock Casino and then get good uh, pizza there. Yeah. And to be fair, I've never had side piece. Side piece is pretty good. At Red Rock, so I, I can't really. But again, I'm not the, the pizza aficionado. Um, we did. Oh, that's one of the things about li- I love living or love living. I love working in the arts district. So we actually had, um, we brought in uh, good pie. Good pie is really pizza good. Pizza for lunch the other day. Oh my God, it's so good. And I'm not, again, not a pizza fan. But if I recall, it's from the same people who did uh, Secret Pizza. I don't think so. Might be. I don't know. It was just really good. It was it was yummy. And my other coworkers had never eaten there. Mm. So I was like, all right, what do you want? And we got like the fried ravioli and the garlic knots and um, just a cheese pizza because I've got one quasi-vegetarian and one that only eats chicken as a protein, no red meat or pork. <laughs> um, and then I got like meat lovers pizza for me because, you know, that's where I'm at. But... It was everything was delicious, and even salads. We got a couple salads too. But uh, yeah, if people haven't been to Good Pie in the Arts District, I do highly recommend it. Especially you're doing a beer crawl. That's a place to refuel. It is. It's a great place to to get some food in your stomach to soak up all that yeah alcohol. <laughs> Yum. Yum. The book, like an onion, the Vegas skim, is the most succinct telling of the mob's time in Vegas that we've ever read. It cuts through all the myths and gives you the details of organized crime's time in the city. It specifically focuses on how the mob stole money before it was reported as earnings to the IRS and how it worked until it didn't anymore. Learn how the mob controlled the entire operation with a single point man whose job it was to make sure that the skim ran as smoothly as possible. This masterpiece is a quick read and very much worth every moment you put into it. Like an Onion, The Vegas Skim is available now on Amazon.com. All right. Well, that's it, gang. Those were um, those were some of the categories. I'm like, God, I don't know when the hell I'm going to have time to talk about. Or, like, frankly, I was saving them for like like near the end. Yeah. But Mark and I had a nice text conversation. Well, a, a br- albeit brief, but he's like, maybe we just pull the plug on doing a show this week or do a short one. I said, ah, the fun part about these short ones is we'll just, you know, we'll riff on literally just whatever. Right. So... How about we start the show? 
He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with random things. 20, 20 minutes in and we're starting the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Caesars Palace marquee has caught on fire twice. In both cases, Tom Jones was featured was the featured artist on the billboard at the time. We got that from VintageLasVegas.com. Okay, cool. I don't know what it means. That's a sign. But it means something. <laughs> That's a sign. <laughs> Tom, you so should not hot. be there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Next it? up is the Twit Pick of the Week. Ever wonder what it looked like when your grandparents were on vacation in Vegas? Well, thanks to at underscore Grandpa D, we can relive that moment poolside at the Stardust in the 1950s. How do you? How do I know it's the Stardust? You say, easy. Look at the top of the building. You can see the unmistakable outline of the original Stardust marquee, at least the back of it. Something Mar- marquee. Marquee. Marquee, not marquee. Marquee post. <laughs> oh, she's it's like Marquee Mark. That's what it sounded like. No, no. <laughs> so, something, about, <laughs> something about the idea of my grandparents chasing each other around the way I chase my wife around gives me an ear-to-ear grin, as it should. You interrupted that. There was there was there was a, a really cute ending to that, and you ruined it. I didn't ruin it. I heard it. I think it was. It all worked beautifully. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fun picture. Look at the bottom right. I'm sorry, bottom left corner. You're looking through two grates from the from the balcony. The, the guy that looks, looks like he's getting a haircut. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> As soon as you said bottom left, I was like, oh yeah, what is happening there? When you said bottom right, there was there's somebody sunbathing in the bottom right, but I'm like, no, I think she's pretty covered. But then, yeah, no. you looked at the bottom left, you're like, looks like he's getting a haircut, or she's like styling his hair. Running out, her fingers out, through outside. his hair. Well, awesome. Not exactly. It, it, it looks like a haircut. Yeah. Too funny. I mean, it's... it's. It, it, what, what's funny is it, it really looks like a, a motel. Right? It does. Well, it is. Just, it looks like it's two stories. It is. It it's is. Two story, it's a two-story motel. Because if you think about most motels, they have that pool in the middle, right? This, right. this happens yeah. to be a bigger version of that. That's what all these Vegas hotels were. Well, motels, when they all started, they were all motels, yeah. and that's exactly how they built them. A little court, and they threw a pool in the middle of it. But I do notice that they, they have a lounge deck in the pool, which I think must have been a unique feature at that time. Oh, that is kind of cool. I feel like... Either that or it's a very wet deck that we're looking at. That could be. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's probably more true, because huh. now that I'm looking at it, the, the concrete kind of goes all the way around, so it must just it be... It curves. That, it looks like it curves. That, that side yeah. is yeah. just wet. See, I was trying to give them credit, but apparently not. <laughs> no. All right. As always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. The news is brought to you by stripwalking.com. For the ultimate customizable POV walking experience in Vegas, check out stripwalking.com. First up, what's up with the A's fumble? I don't know why I, I found that amusing, that, that they screwed up so bad that they couldn't even cause an error. They had to fumble. They had to go to a different sport <laughs> to register how bad they did. CBSnews.com is reporting that the A's leadership spoke to the Nevada Chamber of Commerce and were welcomed with a smattering of applause that could only be described as a lukewarm reception. 
So much, in fact, that the lack of reaction was addressed. The long-awaited renderings for the new ballpark did not make any appearance, as many were hoping. Team owners said new renderings will come out once the planned resort on the nine-acre site are included. It was said that the only thing that came out loud and clear is that the team wants local investors to help relocate the team. Fuck you. Score one for those not interested in having the A's relocate to Vegas. Yay. This was bad, Tony. It was bad. When when you... You know, you think about somebody coming to to speak in front of the Chamber of Commerce for the state, right? And they were talking about bringing a professional sports team in. You think people would be pretty excited about it? Yeah. Yeah, They they came in looking for handouts and they're like, so you guys are going to give us money to to help pay for all this stuff, right? Well, and the fact that the renderings still haven't even shown up. Yeah. And he's not blaming. He he says it's not his fault. He's blaming it on the, the Tropicana people, the Ballets people, you know, not coming up with the, their renderings always so he can't a, share his. Yeah, of course. Well, because he can't do his until they know what the hell they're going to do with theirs. Like, they go hand in hand. Yeah. He can design all he wants. We saw the renderings that they put out before, which were just complete and total bullshit. Right. Oh, I just so don't want this to happen. Well, that's a pretty good shot at home. I, well. <laughs> my gut's telling me they're going to end up in San Antonio. That, that's just my gut. San Antonio? Me. Yeah. Where did that come from? San Antonio is a city that a lot of teams uh, tease because it's a small market team. It's only got the Spurs. Um, a lot of teams, when they threaten to relocate, uh, San Antonio is always in the mix. San Antonio and Utah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Didn't know that. Sorry, Tony. Sports ball. No. That's fine. That's fine. Uh <laughs> This is interesting. Talk to me about uh, Mr. Sabella's Justice. What's going on there? The RJ's I hope I pronounced his name. Yes, you did. The RJ is reporting that former casino executive Scott Sabella pled guilty to failing to report suspected money laundering while working as the president of MGM Grand. <laughs> More than being allowed to launder money, the convicted illegal bookmaker Wayne Nix was given other high roller comps, including free golf trips and a credit line. Sabella admitted that he had a feeling about Nix, but didn't want to know because of his position in the company and because he, did, he wasn't doing anything to cheat the casino. Sabella is scheduled to be sentenced May 8th and could face up to five years in prison and a $250,000 fine. It's unclear if he will lose his gaming license as a result. In a deal with the Justice Department, MGM and the Cosmopolitan were ordered to pay a combined $7.45 million in fines for the situation. Get dragged into this. Well, technically, it wasn't under MGM's watch, but now that it's their property. Oh, wait, so he did this at Cosmo, not at MGM Grand? No, he did it at both. Oh. Um, so, really, what's going on here? I, we, we've kind of talked about it uh, kind of haphazardly. So, this dude is allowing. He, he, allowed, to a- he allowed a guy who is an illegal bookmaker to be high roll kiss ass basically money run his money through the casino okay money launder okay well i guess i don't don't understand how in 2024 there are even illegal bookmakers anymore why why is that even necessary well because this didn't happen in 2024 this happened back when it was illegal to still do sports gambling now it's legal all over the place okay oh so he when you say an illegal bookmaker he was taking bets in places where sports gambling was not legal. Correct. Okay. And which okay. isn't an issue now because it's pretty much legal everywhere. Right. But at the time, this guy, this MGM exec, 
basically knew. Basically knew that that's what he was, but basically knew that's where his money came from, but didn't want to know because then he would have to report him. And since he was spending his money in the casino, he was like, yeah, sure. One on top of that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, not only are we not going to report you, we're going to throw some comps your way. Wow. (laughs) Woof. Yikes. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for news. Let's roll into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Prop Bets is brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to see, it's on Vegas Near Me. Available free on Android and iPhone. Use the search term 360 Vegas Vacation 14 to get a listing of the properties that we will be featuring at the 360 Vegas Vacation. LasVegasPins.com is another one of those brilliant ideas that you'll find yourself surprised wasn't already a thing in the market. Well, it is now. Thanks to LasVegasPins.com, we now have Disney-quality collectible enamel pins featuring iconic Vegas. The ever-expanding collection includes pins of Vegas Vic with a moving arm, Vegas Vicky with a kicking leg, the Tangiers, Fremont, Excalibur, Sands, and of course, the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. These are just some of the options available, starting as low as $8 a piece. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 15 to 20%. New customers can use the promo code 360 to save one time 20%, and returning customers can use 360 Vegas for 15% off. Just go to lasvegaspins.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for lasvegaspins.com. First up, the Legacy Club Rooftop Bar at Circa is hosting a 90s throwback party on Friday, March 15th, from (laughs) 6 to 9 p.m. People are encouraged to dress in their 90s attire, eat nostalgic nostalgic bits, and enjoy specialty cocktails at the open bar. Cost to attend is $125 per person. What what on earth are nostalgic bits? Are they going to give me like it's, Dunkaroos? It's and, missing an E. And <laughs> it should bites. be bites. <laughs> okay, fine. St- I, the, the, I, I, the I don't know what nostalgic bites, bites are. I, 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 don't, I don't know, to be honest with you. Am I going to roll the fruit roll up around my, my index finger? Right, and, and that's all go. the stuff roll that I kept my... thinking, I, that I kept thinking of that would be nostalgic. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, there's, it's not like, like, oh, remember when we used to eat cheeseburgers back in the 90s, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now, now I'm going to eat a bowl of Count Chocula. Right. 90s. Oh, wait, I got to read the next one, don't I? Yeah. Okay. Vital Vegas is reporting that an escape room is coming to the former Redneck Riviera space at the Grand Bazaar shops at Horseshoe. Progress on the project was shared by at James in Las Vegas, but there is no word when the new attraction will open. At Life in Las Vegas reported that The Cove, a new bar and arcade at TI, is currently under construction. No word when it will open. That actually is a good name for that place. The Cove, I the agree. Cove? Is it, is I, I, was, I, was, I was very happy with that the cleverness. one of the smarter decisions I've heard Ruffin make. <laughs> Vital Vegas shared that Todd English's image has been removed from all the exterior advertisements for Emmett Smith's new restaurant planned for the Fashion Show Mall. Still no timeline on when said restaurant will open. As predicted on this show, progress on restoring and updating Rio's marquee continues, bringing the sign back to its former glory. We'll have a link on the blog for those interested in seeing a video of the latest progress report from at Carrie. Balicky. Balicky? Yeah. Okay. 
Renderings for Planet Hollywood's new Glass Bar were released this week. The space will open in the winter of 2024, which we assume means next month or so, and not in December. <laughs> it's beautiful. I, I saw I saw pictures yeah, of it, it cool. uh, that that Pico posted, and I thought, you know what, that they did it. They did it justice. I, I made mention a week or two ago that I was kind of concerned about what they were going to do with it. Yeah. Uh, I. I dig it. It looks, it, and I. They even say that they're still going to keep the uh, the bar top poker. So yep. that I bet will be a really fun, cool place to, to hang out. And play some Somebody poker told me that that was already open, and I'm trying to remember now who it was. Somebody was at Planet Hollywood recently and said that it was already open. Maybe it looks like it's already open, but maybe it's not staffed. At Sin City Alerts reports casino security on the strip responding to a male being walked through the casino on a leash by a tall, muscular woman. <laughs> Caller says it, quote, doesn't look consensual. <laughs> that's my favorite part about it. Like, like, that's not weird in and of itself, like, oh, but it doesn't look consensual. <laughs> oh, my God, that's hilarious. Sorry, I read ahead a little bit on that one. Uh, Fountain Blue has begun charging for parking. The first four hours are free. That's okay. I don't know. There's a lot there that I want to go do. Yeah. So. Yeah. The high-speed rail project from L.A. to Vegas just received another $2.5 billion from the U.S. government. This gives the project just over $5.5 billion of the $12 billion needed to complete. I, I don't know. Do, do we still think this is going to happen? I think they're going to start working on it. I mean, whether it gets de- like it, it kind of reminds me of the Vegas monorail. Like when the whole thing started, like going, "All right, we're going to have a monorail. Let's do." It. And then it just they started adding stations on, and it just got bogged down as to how long it took before it actually came into operation. Um, that's kind of what this reminds me of. Like I, I, I think they've got enough money in in federal funding that they're going to start building this thing, so people are going to start getting jobs. It's whether they're going to be able to get that money or if they're going to stall out. And you're just going to have fucking miles of track and, you know, and you're going to have trains and testing or something like that. This week, Vital Vegas updated that Hard Rock is currently testing out window tinting for their future guitar hotel tower. It's funny you said Hard Rock and I immediately thought of the old Hard Rock. Yeah, me too. I was like, wait, wait, they're adding a tower? I wrote it. That's the first thing I thought, too. That Hard Rock. (laughs) One of the many big game watch parties is at Triple Sevens at Main Street Station. They are offering all-you-can-drink draft beers for $58 per person. Oh, that's going to get ugly. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a downer. Three people died of an apparent drug overdose at the Fremont this week. Two died at the hotel, and a third died at the hospital. No word what the drug of choice was. And lastly, it's being reported that Whataburger on the Strip will open Sunday, February 18th. As a reminder, this Whataburger is located at the base of the Waldorf Astoria Tower. Uh, that that seems um, incongruent with one another. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I, Agreed. I'll concede I, I've never eaten at a Whataburger, but when I think Waldorf Astoria, I don't think, hmm gonna get me a burger with, with, gover- <laughs> with government cheese on it as they so proudly advertise what? Oh, yeah i did not know that what a burger doesn't do that yes. you're thinking of wall burgers oh no you're right uh, i am i mix okay. those up but either way you're right what a burger i don't think of either what a burger is good okay do you want some some highlights on some of the 90s food trends 
Yes, yes, please. Yes, I do. Okay. So this has a list of 35. There's a couple I've never heard of that I'm going to skip. I should send you this link, Tony. But okay. One of them is Kid Cuisines. So these were frozen dinners specifically targeted for kids, which I do remember those. Okay. Uh, Sunny D. There you go. Oh, it's a 90s trend. Squeeze it. Squeeze it. There's too much yogurt. It's no, it's a, um, it's like a, it's a, it's a juice, right? It in is a, a juice. Plastic. Yep, and it's in yeah, a plastic I, thing, but you squeezed yes. it, and that's how the juice came out. Yep. Like I said, yep. I'll, I'll send you guys a link of these. It's kind of funny. Um, Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. Oh, there we go. So yep. they were yep. like animal-shaped cookies that you then dunked onto frosting or dunked into frosting. It was like a, a one, almost like you have the the um, the cheese and, and crackers. You know yep. where the, you get the crackers and the right, cheese on one right. side, and you did, this was like that, but Dunkaroos. Right. Now, this one I remember, and I wish I could show you guys a picture because I don't know if that you're going to remember it. It's a frozen um, ice cream treat from the 90s called Vignetta. It's made with layers of ice cream and frozen chocolate. It, it, it came in, it was like a... Here, I want to put this up to the camera to see if Tony can no, see it. It's, that, that's not going to work on a podcast, Karen. No, but Tony, um, I want Tony to at least understand what it is. I, it was that frozen I, ice cream dessert that yeah, was, came yes. in like a log. I don't know that I've ever eaten that before. I remember having it. It was it was quite the treat. Um, grilled fish and salsa. Keep it up. I'm going to take your camera away. Apparently it was, <laughs> was a, uh, a 90s trend, <laughs> along with uh, sesame-crusted tuna. Okay. Themed restaurants. So think Rainforest Cafe, Planet Hollywood, Hard Rock, ESPN Zone. Yeah, and what's left standing. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, Hubba Bubba Bubble Tape. Bubble tape. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember the bubble tape. Uh, Trix yogurt. Yogurt, okay. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ice cream bars. See, that doesn't that doesn't count. That's just theming. Butterfinger BBs. Okay. Those okay. apparently came out in the 90s. Okay, and now my phone just locked up. What is happening here? Yeah. Uh, the Ecto Cooler, which was a high oh, C yes. drink. Yeah. Yes. With, with Slimer on it. Uh, Fruitopia. Oh my gosh. Wow, <laughs> I haven't heard that word in decades. Right. <laughs> Pillsbury toaster strudels. Oh, jeez. Uh, stuffed crust pizza was apparently uh-huh. a creation by Pizza Hut in the early 90s. Yes, it was. Mm. Um, oh, this is yummy. An espresso martini mm-hmm. was created in the 90s. So I've heard like three things so far that I could see them somehow incorporating into this. Well, hold on, we only got a few more. A molten lava cake, a, a ring pop, airheads, uh, planters cheese balls. No way. No, that's what it says. Huh. Um, the Boca Burger, which was the like the very first um, plant-based, non or meatless oh. burger that you could get. Wow, so I've been failing for like 30 years yeah. trying to do that. Uh, bagel bites. Oh, sure. wow. Oh, yeah. And Hot Pockets. <laughs> Snapple. Snapple. Oh, my gosh. Snapple. <laughs> the Arizona Beverage Company. Yes. Yeah. Lunchables. Lunchables. See, okay, they're saying Capri Sun, but I remember having that when I was a kid, which yeah. was definitely not yeah. the 90s. So. I agree. Yeah. Uh, we're going to skip chicken Caesar salad, sun-dried tomatoes, pesto, Ooh. and Pop-Tarts. 
So I can hear some okay. things that they might be able to, that they would bring back to pepper crusted salmon and, and shit like that. It's not pepper. Crusted. I appreciate Whatever. that they've got something that's not a complete sugar boot, you know, yeah. sugar carby bomb like uh, right. ectoplasm, heisey and, and ring pops and right. um, dunkaroos. You know, some some adult food, right? Like right. salmon and whatnot, or tuna. So, uh, but that's super fun. That is well done. That is that is okay. incredibly well thought out. Okay. That's gonna do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up is Jerry Seinfeld is performing at Caesars Palace Saturday, April 13th. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $138. Avril Lavigne is performing at the MGM Grand Garden Arena Saturday, June 1st. Show starts at 7 p.m. and tickets start at an undisclosed amount. I would be interested in going to see her. Yeah, I'm really impressed that she's able to, uh, I assume, sell out MGM Grand Garden Arena. That is, I assume, yeah, not a that's small a significant venue. venue. It's 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 the biggest one outside of T-Mobile Arena. So she she was one of the um, headliners, if you will, of the We Were Young tour last year. Yeah, I remember. So I think that kind of, you know, she got herself out there again and is playing her hits. So and people are like, oh yeah, you were actually entertaining before you went crazy and married oh fuck it's a name the lead singer of Nickelback I think that's all you need to say Karen okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why everybody yes. hates Nickelback yes. I don't either I just think it's funny yeah. <laughs> Lovers and Friends 2024 featuring Janet Jackson Usher Snoop Dogg Mary J. Blige Neo Jason Derulo Nelly Jodeci 112 Next Drew Hill Genuine and many, many more are performing at the Vegas at the Las Vegas Festival Ground Saturday, May fourth. Show starts at noon. Tickets start at three twenty-five. I would go to this in a heartbeat yeah. if I weren't already committed to going to my niece's wedding. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm just saying, this is what it sounded like in my car in the nineties. Yeah, no, definitely the, the, this concert. Yeah. They've, they've got some good ones on there, no doubt. Yeah. The Killers will have a short-term residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, celebrating the 20th anniversary of their first album, Hot Fuss, August 14th through September 1st. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at an undisclosed amount. So you know what this means, Mark? What's that? This means we're going to see Donnie and Angel at some point between August 14th and September 1st. Are they huge Killers fans? Yes. They had tickets last year and something happened and they couldn't go, so they gave them to us and I, I took my friend and we went to the show there they're huge huge killers fans that's awesome for yeah. them then so they'll be in town at some point sweet uh, case is performing at the ghost bar at palms wednesday february 7th show starts at 9 p.m and tickets start at 300 minimum spend per person what the fuck yeah well it's it's a club ghost bar is a club so yeah, but it's an incredibly intimate venue Space is very limited, so you got to charge a premium. Whatever. Yeah. Justin Timberlake is performing at T-Mobile Arena Friday, May 10th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed amount. 
And finally, Rolling Stones are performing at Allegiant Stadium Saturday, May 11th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $115. You know, it's weird that I don't have an interest in seeing Timberlake live. I don't. I don't know why. Insync, yeah, I would go see Insync live, but Timberlake, like, like I saw him, like, like his whole uh, suit and tie tour, like I was just really under impressed with, uh, with that whole production. Yeah, and I, I feel like he's he's a little full of himself, <laughs> which for I mean, maybe he's justified in being. I don't know, but I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, the Today Show does something called Pop Start Every Day, and it's usually about a, a three to five minute segment that they do talking about something that's going on in the pop culture world. Uh, and this week, they, uh, they show just a brief little snippet of a new song uh, that Justin Timberlake has coming out, and it's going to come out with a video as well. Um, and it, in the first like seven words of the song, it's something along the lines of, I may seem... If I seem like I'm jealous, it's because you're so phenomenal or something along those lines, right? Okay. And my wife, very snarkily, dick side-eyed and was like, that says a lot for a guy who was caught cheating on his wife out in public. So He was? Uh, apparently. I, well, I don't yeah, follow. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't follow like drama. pop culture generally, so I, that, that's news to me. Something else I'm going to Google but, here. Um, <laughs> well, there you go. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to remind everyone that they can find uh, links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attraction calendar on the blog. And that's going to do it for episode number 473. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback written, well, yeah, just just written, uh, please email it to, over to Mark. His email address is 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Hey!